In this episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast, Brian riffs on a sure way to irritate your spouse. He introduces me to a brand new term I had never heard before, and we both help you to acquire new belief in your solutions. Welcome to the Advanced Selling Podcast, the longest running sales training podcast created exclusively for sales professionals to help them create your own sales success. My name is Brian Neal. I'm Bill Kasky. And uh, hey, if you haven't been to the products page on the website, that, 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 you got to go there. Go buy the shame, uh, program shame. All In Comprehensive Training Solution for Salespeople. It's there. People that buy it love it. All In. Go to the products page and do that uh, right now, if you would, please. Um, yeah, the intro there, I, I need my timing needs to get a little better. I think better, it's better. I think that was good. Is that okay? Yeah, I think, I think I'm good. coming in a little late on the timing. Working on well, it. Well, you don't want to come things. in too hot or too quickly. No. Yeah, you're, yeah, it's too, yeah. yeah you come in like it's an art. Beat. It is a way more art, art than is what it is. Uh, have you ever said anything stupid to your wife, Bill? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, okay, let's, okay. Uh, go ahead. Let's what do you got say, there? So I, uh, for the first time in 15 years of marriage, I actually said something stupid yeah, in front of all that. my children, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, there was, a, there was a death with someone that my wife works with, and it was the stepson of someone that she works with. And my kids, even okay. though my parents are divorced and I've got step-siblings and all that other stuff, they were trying to understand the process. Okay. And so, um, so Nicholas, you, so our you youngest, got, you got on your hoverboard. Our, <laughs> I'm going to explain this while so I got on the hoverboard around the room. Correct. Um, so Nicholas asked Jen, "Will you or Dad ever have a stepson?" And Jen said, Let, "Let's ask Dad." <laughs> good good so answer. I was on the couch and I wasn't privy to that side conversation. All I hear from the kitchen, and we have an open kitchen, so they just she just shouted over, and all the kids were sitting there. She calls me dad in front of the kids. So, dad, will you and I uh, ever have a stepson? And I said, well, it depends if you ever die. (laughs) Jeez. And she looked at me like, are you mm, kidding me? And the kids looked and they they start cracking up laughing. And she's like, are you, you know, my (laughs) wife, right? So I got my... So anyway, you just don't know how to react to those things. So that's not what I meant. So now I'm backpedaling. It's too late. It's already out there. Then, of course, that was like four hours later when I come to bed. uh, First thing I heard in the bedroom, that was a really dumb thing to say. (laughs) That was a really dumb thing to say. I know. My bad. So uh, so men, listeners. Well, I said, to pick up on that, I said something dumb the other day. We were talking about the future, Jane and I were, and talking about 10-year plans and just kind of where we wanted to be. And, you know, if we retire, where would we like to live? You know, just very innocent questions like that. And I said, let's pretend that uh, (laughs) something happened to me. And uh, I said, where would you... Where would you go? Where would you want to live? If, you know, at 75 years old, you could yeah. live anywhere and the insurance policy paid out. She goes, you know, I don't know. I'd probably just stay here. I mean, I like it here and my family's here. And I said, well, in 20 years, your family may not be, but yeah, fair enough. She goes, what about you? <laughs> well, I should have said, uh, me too. I would stay exactly. here. I said, I'd move to LA. <laughs> <laughs> two seconds. In two seconds. She goes, you would? I said, well, yeah, I, lo- I love California. She goes, well, what would you do out there? And then here it comes. Here it now comes. it's on. Well, would you meet so, someone else? Like, oh, no, 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 no. Anyway, okay, so uh, gentlemen, we're all living we, the same life at a different address. We say the right, right things in business, don't not we, the right things to us. Yeah, spouses. we need a different podcast, don't we? So that's right. Anyway, hey, we're uh, almost done with the new year, but if you're if you're still working on yourself, this is a New Year's resolution: getting your financial house in order. Something that a lot of people want to do. 
Um, and we've got a partner that can help you. While they can't go to the gym for you, mm. they can help you with the financial side of your life, and they are called CreditKarma.com. This is one of my favorite partners simply because I was a longtime user of CreditKarma.com before they came on board with the Advanced Selling Podcast. And you hear lots of offers, don't you, about free credit reports and credit reports uh, online and that sort of thing. And, and um, I'm here to tell you as a user, Credit Karma does things differently. Credit Karma offers truly free credit reports, no strings attached, yeah. no credit card required. Uh, I can't say the name, I was told. I Before I found Credit Karma, went to one of those competitors, put my credit card in and got dinged and wasn't paying attention, which is why I'm paying attention to my credit karma thing, because I really don't pay attention to detail of things sometimes, and was getting monthly bills. I didn't even know. Charged oh, my credit really? card, yeah, oh, okay. from this other place. And that is not how it is with credit karma. It's totally. It's one of the easiest apps. I like easy. I love Uber. Yeah. I love Apple things. Credit Karma ranks up in ease of use with those sorts yeah. of apps. It's really, really good. So here's the deal. Go visit creditkarma.com slash save, S-A-V-E, right now and get your free report. Like I said earlier, you may not get to those crunches to get your belly in shape, but you can feel more confident about your finances this year. Get your free credit report today by visiting creditkarma.com slash save right now. And the resources they have on that site, if you have some issues, or even if you don't, just to know that stuff is really good. Even good, if you don't, I use it for security reasons, but quite frankly, because I don't want anybody to, you know, go get a credit card in my name and all that other yeah. stuff. So it's really, good really, deal. really good. So okay, topic today is a little bit weird because it doesn't necessarily uh, end up with specific tactics, although we are going to give you a few ideas of things to do. But this came up at a meeting I was at last week, and. The owner of the company, we were at lunch and we took a break and he said, you know, uh, do you get the sense that our people really believe in the product, in the solution that we offer? And I didn't really think they didn't, but I said, well, what do you mean? What, what, you must have something in mind. He said, well, you know, I think we kind of believe in it, but some of the questions that they're asking and some of the things I see in the market would lead me to believe that the belief that they have in our solution is 50%, is maybe halfway there. Yeah. And so it got me thinking. And then the next day I had another program and we had kind of a similar discussion. And uh, so I want to bring it up to you and see what you think about that. And, and maybe we can uh, frame it up in some way that we can, our listeners can actually assess their own belief in their product. I know it's, if I were to go into a room of 50 people just like you and say, okay, who believes in the product we're selling? Yeah. 50 hands would go up. Yes. Because... They're supposed to. They're supposed to. Because they're think. supposed to. They have to say yeah. that, right? I, of course I believe this. Of course I do. I think if, you, if you're if you an owner or a sales leader, you might say, uh, where do you rank on a scale of 1 to 10 in terms of your belief in our product? Maybe you'd get some 8s and 9s and 10s. But I think we would always overjudge that. Yeah. I think we over, always overestimate For that. sure. So I thought today what we would do is talk about that topic and maybe talk about talk about it talk about it in a very truthful way and and kind of no holes barred let's really get truthful with ourselves yeah. about how how our belief in our product is where it ranks on along a continuum yeah i think that's really good and specifically uh and and the answer is in the question which is do our people believe in the product and that's a binary question right yeah. it's a yeah. yes or no Right? And it's not a Do binary answer. And it's it not be, a yeah. binary answer. And yeah. so that was the first thing, even preparing when you brought the topic up. And I've never really talked about this with my own clients or even talk, taught it or anything else for myself. And I thought, man, 
that's really interesting. I've never thought about the degrees of belief. Mm-hmm. Um, so that to me is the, the first element of takeaway here is to realize that there's this continuum, right? On the far right scale, maybe we've mm-hmm. got full all-in belief where I'm a 10 out of 10 and uh, on the far left scale is a zero. And it's just a job. It's just something that we that we do. You asked me a great question. Uh, you brought it up about my first employer, Procter & Gamble. Wonderful, wonderful company. And I said, do you, and as you were talking, I'm like, you know, one of my issues, and this is not an issue against them, this is just within yeah, me, yeah. is I, I wasn't really, I'm not really that way. I don't believe in products like that. So I would buy a competitive brand if I thought it was better. Mm-hmm. And there are friends of mine who still work there who are extremely successful that would never, ever, ever be caught dead with a competitive product in their pantry, on their person, in their mouth, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, And as you also said, I've got friends that would go without peanut butter. Yeah, they would go without yeah. Jif. They would never put Skippy in their mouth. I think Jif and Skippy might be gone now from PNG. You get the Jif. Oh, they there. are. I think so. I don't okay. remember. Yeah, the Jif was. That. Oh, was it Skippy? Wasn't it? it no, wasn't no, Jif. we had Jif. No, oh, you had no, both. No, okay. No. Oh, we. On. You're still referring to it as Jif. I was we. Now don't get me all riled up again. Don't make my belief. <laughs> yeah, you didn't believe it now. Now you start to believe it. That's not. No. That's funny. Yeah, you know, sometimes you hear about the person who was in the was a buyer of the product. And they loved it so much that they went to work for the seller. Yes. yes and that's yes. an example of yeah, someone who really, they believe so much that they said, I've got to represent this product. Uh, I always, in the equipment, heavy equipment business, I remember there were some guys who were salespeople who actually ran equipment when they were young. I uh, never did. I mean, I grew up in the city, not in the country. So yeah. I never got on it. I used to say, uh, I've never driven one. And they'd say, no, 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 it's operate. Operate. You don't oh. drive one. You you drive a car. You operate heavy equipment. That's great. So, that. but that was an example of I don't know if I ever really believed in the product. It was a manufactured belief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Manufactured so. belief. So, uh, let's talk about uh, what to do. Uh, so, you're sitting here listening to this, and you're we'll take you through an assessment, and then we'll give you some ideas yeah. on what to do with your results. So maybe we start with just drawing. I did some artwork here. So uh, here's what I want you to do. You can draw a line from the left side of your page to the right, and on the left, put zero, on the right, put 10. Got it. And that is what Brian and I will con- will call the belief continuum. Love it. TM. TM trademark. trademark Do not it. use the belief Don't continuum. We will sue you. We will sue. And we're, we're suit people. We, we're very we're litigious. Suit. Litigious we is a nice word. See, I know that one. How do you spell it? Is there an I-O-U-S Lit- in litigious? See, <laughs> I do, you do that, don't you? I was doing so well just <laughs> saying it. Litigious. Camaraderie. We have good like camaraderie it. today. So at the far left end is the zero belief. And that is, it's just a job for me. I have no emotional attachment to what I sell. If, if, and you, and that's, you might say, well, that sounds like that's detachment. No, No. detachment's very different. I don't, it doesn't mean that I don't like the product. It's just that, you know, it's just a job for me, whether I'm selling financial services or dental products or logistics, it's just a job. Yep. 10 on the very far side, or do you want to spend some time on the continuum, or do you want to go to 10 yeah, no, and then like start this. to no, fill in? No, let's do the continuum. Yeah. And then the far right side is 10. That's where you you live and breathe this product. Yes. You are so committed to the excellence of the product and the communication of that excellence that you will go beyond just making sales calls. Yes. And we'll talk about maybe what that means a little bit later. Yep. But And then there's all this uh, real estate in between zero and 10 where most of us probably fall. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And even said, you like you, you were saying, I've got some friends who still work at P&G who've been there now for 20, 25 years who will have a Procter & Gamble logo on their tombstone. 
That's no. a 10. You are all in on the thing. Tombstone logos, I'd say is a 10. That's a new business. That's an indicator. Attention, Stu Winterheimer. I think he's a listener. <laughs> he is hey, a Stu, listener. Hey, Stu, he asked me about you the other day. Did he? He's a friend of the show, for those of you listening. Uh, Stuart's a Stu. great guy. He's a he great guy. funny. Yeah, he's very funny. I love, I love to hang around funny people. I haven't seen him for a while. So before we get in, because we're going to give you some ideas on ways you can yeah. assess yourself and, and then, then some things you can start to do. That's but first, yes. uh, one of our great advertising uh, partners, Stamps.com, mailing and shipping are a routine part of running your business. Keeps your operations going, doesn't it? But if you're making constant trips, constant trips to the post office, that's a routine you can live without. There's a much more convenient way. It's called Stamps.com. Brings all the services of the Postal Service right to your desk. You can buy and print official U.S. postage using your own computer and printer. Print postage for any letter, any package, any class of mail, and I'm going to add this, any time. Oh, I like that. Just nice hand, hand your mail to the mail carrier. Never waste valuable time going to that old post office again. We love the people at the post office, but you don't need to go there anymore like you did in the 70s and 80s. We use Stamps.com at the Advanced Selling Podcast right now. You, too, can sign up for Stamps.com. Use our promo code, Advanced Selling, for a special offer that includes, one, a four-week trial, and two, a $110 bonus offer, including postage and a digital scale, which comes in very handy. Don't wait. Go to Stamps.com before you do anything else. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage. What do you type in, Brian? Advanced Advanced Selling. selling. Stamps.com. Enter Advanced Selling. Are those new headphones? They are. They're awesome. They are. Are they nice? They're noise canceling, but they're they're not as noise canceling as the Bose. They're okay. kind of a cheap imitation, but That's yeah, right. I like them. They're they're Good nice. Yeah. All right. So what do you do? So I've done my assessment, right? So you're doing the zero to ten, saying what's the level of belief I have. Well, what would be a four for? Walk me through on this continuum. What might be a three, four, five? What might that? Yeah, so at the let's go at the lower level. Let's say it's a zero to three. So it's like a job. It's just something that I do. So I sell. Uh, Oh, I sell gravel to asphalt companies, and it's just gravel. It's like commodity. Years, whatever, yeah. yeah. So as I get in the middle, I think, you know what? My, my gravel's actually pretty good relative to everybody else. Um, so I think we've got a couple of advantages that other people don't have. So it's a nice thing to sell. It's mm-hmm. nice to have those advantages. Um, as I move up, um, I really think that our gravel is better than any other uh, company's gravel out um, in the marketplace right now. We've got some... Uh, some stats and, and statistics and resources mm-hmm. that show us that we outperform competitors and that sort of thing. Then as I move up into the 10, it is, um, um, I eat, sleep and breathe, uh, gravel. I sleep on gravel. I sleep on gravel. <laughs> I wear gravel in my shoes. <laughs> my shorts and my I'm, shoes. I'm a masochist or sadist or whatever. I like pain. Um, gravelist. Yeah. The gravelist, um, that sort of thing. <clears throat> I would grovel for I gravel. gravel. <laughs> I How think do you that's the t-shirt. G R O V E L. I would grovel for gravel. Oh, I love that. Done. TM, <laughs> TM, at, TM at trade market. But you're just so into everything, both yeah. it and the customer or the the, uh, the accounts and the market and all that stuff. You're just way all in. Here's an adjective that I might add to your seven to 10, and okay. that is, you know, you, you know how to tell the gravel story. And it's not just about gravel. It's all the other things that your company does, that it's the research, like you say, it's the statistics, it's the industry events that you put on. It's the educational events you put on. I think a nine or a 10 is you have this deep obligation to Ooh, tell the world yeah. about the value that you bring. Wow. And you're not really ashamed good. of it. You're not, you're proud of it. If, if people don't believe you or don't buy it, you're not attached to it, but you're so proud of the work you do that you're not, un, you're unafraid to, you know, step out on the roof and shout it from the rooftop. I would also say in that sense, 
that other people that even aren't in the business uh, can't believe how excited you are about what about you the do. thing. Yeah, like he gets so excited about gravel or he sells dental equipment. You get this guy talking about dental equipment. My sister-in-law, love my sister-in-law. She's a pharmaceutical sales rep. It's kind of a joke in our family. You come to a Christmas thing, all you got to do is ask her one question. One question. And she will talk to you uh-huh. for four hours about the drug she sells, the disease state she deals with. And how do so you... So, oh, so you disease state. You've been into that. Of course. What? Uh, how do you get out of that conversation then with your sister-in-law? Uh, or is it your sister-in-law? Well, if you... Your yeah, stepsister. It's my, oh, wait no, a minute. You're not... Exactly. One of those families. Uh-huh. You're one of those families. Uh yeah, usually what you do is you have an understanding wife who's been dealing with this for 15 years, and so she knows to oh, come okay. rescue you. She's not a podcast no, listener. She's not a podcast listener. <laughs> Neither am I, I hope. No, no, she's great. Brandy's wonderful. She, yeah. But she's, I mean, she is, she's at nine. She is. That's how she is. It's fantastic. So. I've got, I've got a brother-in-law who sells insurance, and it's the same kind of thing. Oh, it's the same. It's, uh, it's He's good. He's a good in, insurance agent, but... There is not a topic I always kid him about. There's not a topic he can't take and turn it into a conversation about insurance. <laughs> but that's you really got to talent. It. It's a that's belief, right. though. They do it because they and everybody's it, right? a prospect for him. That's right. Pharmaceutical, maybe it's not very, so much. very good. So why don't you rank yourself here? Zero to three is what I do is just a job. If yeah. I if I get a new job tomorrow, I'm not going to look back. I'm not going to have any pining for my old job. Yeah. A four to seven is someone that you really believe in the product, you you really um, love the product, you represent the product, you study the product. Yep. And then the seven to 10 is, I can't not yeah. tell people about the product. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I might even produce on my own uh, content around the product, or yeah. as you say, content yes. about the product. Do I say content? Oh, do I? <laughs> I don't know. You need some sleep. <laughs> okay. Am I weird today? Am I a little? No, 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 okay. you're loopy. Right. A little bit. A little bit loopy, yeah. So what do I do? So let's say, okay. so now I'm on the grid and what do I do if I'm between that, you know, if I'm, if I'm zero to three, I don't know. Do I, do you know, do I just kind of look at it for what it is and say it's a job? That just sounds so unfulfilling to me. Yeah. I don't like to see people in unfulfilling lives. So I'm like, eh. Maybe the solutions will apply to anybody on the okay. continuum. Fair. We'll let That's you good. decide if That's it's, good. if. but maybe you've listened to this and said, you know what? I cannot get excited about this because I don't believe in the product. You need to find something sure. else to do. So we're going to go to some solutions, yeah, things do. that they can do. Yeah. You want me to go first? Yeah, you go, go first. first. Okay. So here's the, the first thing that I wrote down here is um, I've got to get to root cause. No matter where I am on the continuum, I've got to find out what's driving it. So I wrote down a few things here. Um, one is, is it a product thing? So do I believe or not believe in the product strongly? Okay. Another is a company thing. Is it a thing. company thing? Yeah. yeah. Um, the next is the industry. Do I believe in the industry where it's going, what it stands for, what it does? And the last thing is the people that I'm around. Mm-hmm. And I think all those things contribute. I was thinking again about my first employment uh, arrangement where I looked up with great products. They just didn't do anything for me. I believed in the company. I was a 10 out of 10. Man. Yeah. I love yeah. that place. I still do. I feel like I'm a part of it, even though I was only there for five years and haven't been there for 20. Um, the industry, not so much. It just mm-hmm. was. It just didn't do much. I didn't really believe in the what it was going to do to drive economy. And the people, I'm a 10 out of 10. So you're saying if you can check all those off, then yeah. you're on your way. Yeah. And if or, you can't, then find out what there is about that that doesn't fit yeah. with you. Or like self-score the contribution. So if I'm doing one out of 10 on each of these or zero out of 10, you know, I'm going like a, I've got like a three, then a nine, then a three, then a nine or 10. So now I know yeah. I'm a six. So where am I a six? I'm in product and industry and I can't change that. Yeah. So I'm like, well, you know. Yeah, so. that's good. 
Something. Here's a here's something I have recommended people do before, and this you have to be careful of this. But let's just say that you're in a company where the founder of the company is still involved. Yep. Uh, the owner, the president, CEO. What doesn't matter the or, or organizational structure, but the founder is involved. I want you to interview the founder or the CEO and get deep into why they started the business. What excites them about the business because they may have a very different, well, they will have a very different perspective than you do. You'll also have a, a good perspective they'll need to know about too, what's in the field. CEOs maybe aren't in the field as much, but why did you start this company? Why did you set it up this way? Why did you select these products to sell? What was the original reason for this? I That's think you're really going to find out a lot in and that will be very inspiring. I don't think owners do this enough. Right. I think it becomes about the numbers yeah. way too quickly. Yeah. And and all especially if you're in an entrepreneurial company, this is wonderful to do because that owner has a story and remembers the first day they opened for business right. and the decision to do it. And if you can get into that story, which a lot of people can, your belief can change. Really That's right. It's really yeah. Um, so I a similar suggestion to a different uh, constituency. Okay. If you might, and that is to do that with customers. I like that. And and I think, and you're so you were dealing with a dental company, right? That supplies stuff to dentists. I wonder if some of those dentists that those that are the customers of your client, if the dentist and the dentist's office personnel believe more in the product than the salespeople could do. be. And can could I be. go catch that fever? Is what I wrote down. Yeah. Right? And when I typed in fever, my autocorrect changed it to, I said, can you, can you get, um, can they uh, be a better believer? And it autocorrected to a believer, which oh, is a Justin Bieber just, thing. They call them believers. So you're kidding I've me. guys, oh. believer right there. You see that believer? <laughs> oh my God. So there's an, I've got issues, uh, in more ways than one. So <laughs> Didn't you go to a, oh, you went to Taylor Swift. Oh, Taylor concert. Swift. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, my daughter's going to Bieber by herself cause she is a believer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not She's by herself solo. Believer. She's going with a couple of friends, yeah, but I wasn't good. invited. But you're to that not. One. No, I wasn't God. invited yeah. to that one. Um, yeah, I like that. So uh, and, and you, that's a customers. profound statement there about do they they're they're putting their money out for this? Yeah. You're really not. I yeah. mean, you're making money, but you're not really spending it. So I like that perspective that you get. Yeah, very very different. Yeah, uh, I have another one here for people who are in companies where there is a technical department or a, or service techs or engineering departments. And go interview them. Go find out from them, why do we do the things that we do? Why do we set up the systems we do? Why do we do blueprints first? What's the value yeah. of that? Because those technical people can make great salespeople, we've always said. But also, they have a belief because they see the inner workings of it. Yeah, you may right. not. You that's just good. see the final package product. You yes. don't see what's how the hot dog is made. I like that. Do we have time for one more? Yeah, we do. Uh, the, the last one that I'm going to add here is... Can you find your way into the belief of the outcome versus the input? Because what we sell usually are inputs to something. Um, so what that would mean in this case, so that the the dental supply company sells a, uh, a machine that makes crowns or whatever. Okay. They sell a tool or an instrument. What that tool and instrument is used to do is to make someone who has really bad-looking yellow crooked teeth look in a mirror for the first time and smile and start yeah, crying because yeah. they've had shitty, the end crappy result teeth their whole, yeah. That you have a part in. Yeah, so if I sell asphalt, it's not, I don't get, you know, the asphalt can, okay, it's when I see the ribbon cutting for the highway open up yeah. and I can now go from this city to that city on interstate and I never could do that and I, and my asphalt underneath there, yeah. can you get, but can you get belief in the outcome versus the input I like that. along the way? 
I like that because sometimes the sexiness is not in the inputs, it's in the outputs. It, yeah. That's where the glory yes. is. And we're sometimes we're far removed from that, yes. so we don't really see it. Exactly. It's like when a salesperson calls you or me and says, hey, what you taught me last week has resulted in this. So we get emails on that. It's that's gr- really- It's the greatest feeling. Yeah, that's it's great. It's my favorite thing. It's good. It's wonderful. Good. Good topic. That was good. It was good, really, good really good. There. So yeah. You okay. have good advice, Brian. It was a great topic. You came up with the topic. Yeah. You're the best topic maker we've oh, got. Oh, no. I believe no, in you, no. Bill. I'm one of one of two. <laughs> but are you a believer? Hey, that does it for today's episode. <laughs> if you haven't downloaded a free copy of our Ultimate Pregame Audio Program, you should go do that right now. Just go to ultimatepregame.com, find it, check out the products page while you are there. We want to hear from you. We do Mailbag Mondays quite frequently, and the way we do those is you send a very high-level audio production question to Bill. He'll listen to it, geek out on it a little bit, and then we'll actually answer it on the air. Uh, send those to listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com and go to the LinkedIn group. If you're not there already, I know about 6,000 of you are. We'd like 6,000 more. advancedsellingpodcast.com slash LinkedIn. That's it. We'll see you next time for the latest episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast. Bye.